as boys lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Well, hello and welcome once again to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I'm your host, Derek Charles Johnson, and I am so glad you can join me today. Today's podcast is titled The Cross is Bare, The Tomb is Empty. And being this is Holy Week and we are leading up to Easter, I wanted to just take an episode to focus on the message that surrounds everything that we lay claim to in Christ. Again, these podcasts are an extension of an online ministry I have. And over at my website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com, you can read various blogs that I've written, uh, be linked to other podcasts that we've done, and also the music ministry that I have. Um, recently, I have a couple blogs centered around Easter. One posted last week, and one will be up this week, and new blogs go up on Wednesday every week. And I sort of just wanted to take this week's podcast and combine some of the thought between these two blogs, blogs that surround Easter. Uh, much of our approach as believers leading up to Easter must be, why do we celebrate this day? What is it really about? There are two times during the year in which I think the rest of the world really looks in and considers what this faith is about. At Christmas, they ask, why the baby in the manger? And what is the significance? At Easter, it's something similar. It's why the cross? Why the empty tomb? What does all of that mean? We must be willing to, to just have this gospel message solidified in our own hearts and minds in order to convey it to a watching world. We must understand what Christmas means, what Easter means, what our faith means in general, just to to answer questions that the waiting and watching world is is asking and, and wanting to know. And John Stott says, there is no Christianity without the cross. If the cross is not central to our religion, ours is not the religion of Jesus. So just walking through a couple of points today, and I think we can start here just springboarding off of that quote from Stott. Uh, First, just saying the cross becomes our focal point of our belief in Christ. The cross is the message of what we believe. In Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Why did Jesus have to die? If we acknowledge that God is holy and he cannot be in the presence of sin, we realize that our sin separates us from God. There's nothing that we can do to somehow earn our way to heaven. There's nothing that we can do to earn favor back with God. Sin keeps us on one side and God is on the other. And maybe you remember those those old gospel tracts when you're sharing salvation or, or maybe you yourself read through one, but there's the the picture of the man who is on one side of this great chasm and God is on the other side and there's no way to get across of it. But in between, in the next frame, the cross comes in and it provides the bridge for us to go across. 
But we have to acknowledge that, that Christ made a way, that he is God's son, and that he became a punishment for us. Christ is our access to the Father, and he makes a way for us. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus takes upon himself our sin, our shame. He is the perfect sacrifice. He's really the only one who could go before the Father for us. So the cross is the message that we never tire of, and we continually keep coming back to. The message is profound, not just at Easter, but it's all throughout the year, and it should stir hope and joy in our hearts and it should really be on our minds day after day. Just another point is, is that the empty tomb cannot be ignored. In Luke twenty four twelve it says, Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. When he stooped to look in, he only saw the linen cloths. So he went home amazed at what had happened. In Matthew 28, 6, this is the angels as, uh, as Mary and, and others approach. They say, he is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. So the tomb is empty, and we know that in Christ. We, we believe that, that Jesus is no longer there. He, uh, he died on the cross. He was buried, but he didn't stay in that tomb. And if we believe that, we go to the world and we say, there has to be a response to this. And really, there's only three responses that I can think of. Either acceptance and belief in Christ, or outright rejection of it and denial, or just avoidance of it altogether. And by default, you're really denying it as well. If you're avoiding that the, the tomb is empty, you're avoiding the conversation altogether, you're really just denying it as well. So our job is to point to the cross as the means by which Jesus paid our sin debt. The empty tomb, then, is the means by which we have eternal life. And both of these things had to happen. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we are raised also. We have new life in him. And this is real life. This is the life we were meant to have prior to the effects of the fall, prior to Adam and Eve biting into that fruit and then sin coming into the world. That, that experience that they had before that, that closeness with God, that, that was the life we were intended for. That was the way he wanted it to be. But he gave us free will, and we had that opportunity to choose to reject him and go our own way. But if we choose Jesus, we now have a life that is made new, and we also spend a life in eternity, and that is secured in him. You know, we, we don't like to talk a lot about hell these days, and many churches kind of avoid this topic in sermons and messages because it's just become too offensive for some people. And people have been influenced to some degree by, by offshoot pastors and teachings, and they say hell isn't real, or no one goes to hell, or this big word, annihilationism, which uh, really just means that unbelievers do not experience eternal suffering hell because um, God eventually just extinguishes them altogether and, and they cease to exist. But all those things are, are really false truths and, and they're not what the Bible says about hell. We know hell is real and that real people are going there. And they're people that I believe we come into contact with each day, people who do not know Christ. So back to the empty tomb, 
That is a question that cannot be ignored. And it's an open door of conversation. And along with the cross that is bare, we have an opportunity to share Jesus. It's an opportunity too big to miss. So guys, I just really wanted to keep today's podcast short and give you some encouragement as you enter this week. This is a, a week that we we look forward to. Um, Easter, we, we kind of follow those same steps that Jesus took in this week between Palm Sunday and, and Resurrection Sunday. And this is so core and central to our faith. And it has to be not just this week, but but all the time. This is something that we just carry with us throughout the year. But we should reconsider it again, and we should we should look at the wonder and majesty of, of Christ's work of salvation. The work of the cross, the sign of the empty grave, are just re-cemented into our hearts, into our minds, into our souls once again. And perhaps we take the opportunity to go back to the moment when we first believed. What was it that led you to that, that point? And what made you acknowledge and accept Christ's free gift of salvation? That story and that encounter is part of your testimony. We've been talking about encounters on this podcast, people coming to meet Jesus and just going away from it changed. Well, we've all had that type of encounter at some point if we've chosen to follow him. And that is something that we will be called upon to give an account for. Did we tell others? Were we faithful with the time and the talents and the treasures that we had? And at the end of, at the end of time, will we hear, well done, good and faithful servant? That's the prize I'm striving for, and, and that's what I believe really matters. You can boil it all down to that. So, guys, I hope you're encouraged again. I hope you have a wonderful Easter as we move forward through this week. And uh, I would love to hear from you. You can always drop me a line at my email, info at DerekCharlesJohnson.com, or you can go through my website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, so you can message me through those platforms if if you choose to find me there. And uh, I always just love walking this journey with you guys. I love just trying to encourage one another. And I'm grateful for the support and the feedback that that you've given through these podcasts, through blogs, and just different ways that we've been able to connect. I want to leave you with Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. God bless. Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.